0: And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer, right here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf, and joining me in the studio today, Dr. John Vance. Hello! Well, John, it's nice to have you here, and um, you know, we just, a couple of days ago, we came through Thanksgiving. I know last week we were talking about Thanksgiving, leading up to it, and uh, I hope that you had a nice Thanksgiving And I hope all of our listeners had a nice Thanksgiving, and hopefully you all didn't eat too much. (laughs) You can (laughs) suffer from that. (laughs) And you gave it away. What we're going to be talking about today is uh, indeed that of suffering, uh, trouble, adversity. This is uh, coming up to the time of year sometimes when people also will feel a um, kind of a spirit of depression at times. Uh, Some of you... Possibly who are listening. Maybe you live alone, you're single, and for whatever reason, um, sometimes feel a great sense of um, uh, aloneness uh, and suffering and that sort of thing. So, we'd like to talk a little bit about uh, some of these emotions today, and in particular, the aspect of suffering. Maybe I'm not the best one to talk about it because I don't feel that I've had to suffer that much in this world. I'm very thankful for that. But let's talk about suffering. What uh, what are some of the causes, I guess you could say, of, of suffering?
1: Well, before uh, actually uh, addressing that, I do appreciate very much the, the uh, C.S. Lewis's book, for instance, The Problem of Pain. That's a great book to read on suffering. But uh, just let me add as a pastor that, that suffering often is intensified around times of celebration. And the reason it is because of aloneness, actually the suicide rate goes up around Christmas time. Mm -hmm. But, but when other people are celebrating, uh, it, it, it tends to emphasize the isolation of some people, right? Or it tends to emphasize more their plight in life. And so Yes, there are seasonal depressions, and even, as mm-hmm. I said, the suicide rate goes yes. up. Oh, yeah. So in the midst of great celebrations sometimes, uh, some people can suffer the most.
0: And could people actually find themselves um, even at a, a gathering where there's many people around and yet feel that aloneness? You and I
1: had a unique uh, experience of that with one individual yeah. that, uh, uh, not too long ago, and uh, we could see it happening. You're right. No matter how much we tried to incorporate the person in celebration, uh, the the pain that the person was going through was accentuated on every occasion.
0: It's true. It's true.
1: And uh, it ended up in a tragic, tragic mm-hmm. way. Indeed, suffering suffering is is uh, if you will. And we talked about the Puritans last week. Yeah, they, they took it for granted that life would have it uh, was no bed of roses that there would be mm-hmm. suffering. And there there are different kinds of suffering, of course, biological reasons for suffering. Some people inherit diseases or handicaps that they have to suffer through life. I think of Helen Keller. What a marvelous testimony she became to the grace mm-hmm. of Christ. But as a kid, uh, due to her severe handicap, she was extremely rebellious and, hmm. and angry. But through life, she... She became, if you will, uh, uh, a model in in handling her severe handicaps mm-hmm. and and serving the Lord. In fact, my daughter worked for the Helen Keller Institute uh, in international health and spent two years in Indonesia uh, in that program. Hmm. So, so suffering can be turned into something beneficial. But there is also psychological suffering. I think of some of these uh, young people coming back from the wars in iraq the the, the scars uh, are not always physical they're psychological very true i had an uncle from world war 2 who was um, never really got over his experience in okinawa mm. uh physically he was a, an unbelievable specimen but uh, psychologically he was he was damaged and had nightmares uh, most of his life. and
0: uh, He probably didn't really want to talk about all the details so He didn't, never talked about it. It was too
1: painful. Turned to drink. Yes. And um, so forth. And nearly destroyed his life. But there's also what philosophers call ontological suffering. Or just by the very fact that you exist. Mm-hmm. Existence itself. The French have a word Ennui. Uh, that t- that talks about this existential suffering, just being alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are times when you say, you know, if I wasn't living, I wouldn't be feeling this way. <laughs> uh, right? Or, or is this true in every in yes. every case everywhere? It's, yes. it's universal, and so uh, there are reasons for that. But that's the way people suffer in these three ways, I can mm-hmm. see.
0: Now, uh, before we go too far in this discussion, I know we have a break coming up. Of course, we have uh, we have a comforter, don't we? Uh, amen to that. And God, the triune God of the Scriptures, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, comes alongside us. I'm thinking particularly of the Holy Spirit, but... Uh, um, He's he, called the Spirit of comforter. He is. He is. And Paul prays that we be comforted by the same Spirit, mm. which... Uh, he was comforted with and others. So uh, in case you're going to tune out and you have something to do and can't stay for the whole broadcast, uh, know this that God the Holy Spirit comes alongside and comforts you with uh, great comfort that human beings um, benefit from but um, beyond what we can give to each other. It comes from God himself. And yet he will give that through, through the instrumentality of of friendships and pastors and elders and and that sort of thing. We're going to take a quick break. Today we're talking about suffering, and this is A Plain Answer. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
1: There are times when the world gets too heavy. Times when I don't understand. What I'm doing wrong Times when I feel alone And I can't find my way So with hope and a prayer Every sorrow, every care I give them all to you
2: We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements. If you would like to help support us this month and perhaps in the future, Our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Once again, Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Stay with us now for the second half of our program.
1: Casting all my cares on you when I start to fall, knowing that when I am weak.
0: And welcome back, you're tuned to a plain answer right here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Omendorf and joining me in the studio today is Dr. John Vance. Uh, Today we're talking about suffering. You know, it was just a couple of days ago we celebrated Thanksgiving Day, and we trust that uh, all of you had a uh, blessed Thanksgiving. Um, But uh, that's not always the case, is it? Sometimes uh, there are those who feel very alone and very lonely this time of year. It seems to be... uh, heightened at at times because of the celebrations of others. If you're alone and you have no friends, it seems, or so it seems, um, it can be a very terrible time for you, and there's a great deal of emotional and psychological suffering. Um, Let's talk a little bit more about some of the causes uh, of suffering. And um, one thing that comes to mind that you mentioned off mic, John, was... um, Um, something that theologians call the fall.
1: The Bible talks about the reasons for our suffering. Uh, It doesn't uh, cover them all, but it's clear that in a general way, suffering stems from the fall or God's judgment upon Adam and Eve and their rebellion. We can see that in Genesis chapter 3, where even childbearing will be a, an act of suffering, even mm-hmm. though in the midst of that it's great joy. Mm-hmm. Or we can see the the fall uh, working its way in Cain's life and the alienation, and he goes about as a wanderer. Uh, when we are not in, in fellowship with God and with our neighbor or with ourselves, that's alienation, and mm-hmm. that itself causes suffering.
0: Now, Cain was the one that killed his brother Abel. Killed his brother. Yeah
1: and and uh, there are examples of of this in the scripture of this deep alienation uh, that the bible calls sin mm-hmm. and and due to that uh, of course there is suffering but there there are other reasons sometimes as we find in the book of job god sends both good and evil says yes. job yes uh and even in the new testament uh shall we not just simply experience blessing but why not also uh, at times God's judgments mm-hmm. for our our sins and our mm-hmm. rebellion. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is a fact of life too. And 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 suffering is for many reasons. Suffering can be just simply the way it, as CS Lewis points out in in uh in his book on the problem of pain, he says going downhill is easy, but the same law that says if you go downhill and you try to go up, you go up with effort. Yeah. Yes. And the same law that that allows us to go up and ascend is the same law that can bring us down to earth Hmm. and break a leg. So even not obeying the laws of God, and let me say also the moral laws of God, can increase
0: one's suffering tremendously. Mm -hmm. The um, first point you brought out about Adam and Eve sinning, they, um, as the catechism teaches us, they were brought into an estate, Uh, they were created in this estate, I think is the verbiage and yet they are removed, uh, they, they change, something happens, and their sin, God calls it sin, becomes inherited uh, to us. Can you help us understand that a little bit?
1: That inheritance is through judgment more than through a biological process. Yeah, okay. Even though we're all born into sin, uh, we're, it, it's not that when, when the act of conception uh, as St. Augustine tended to think, mm-hmm. creates, uh, if you will, uh, uh, the judgment of God and so forth. Uh, mm-hmm. He had a uh, – I love St. Augustine, but he yeah. probably was not correct on this. I mm-hmm. uh, prefer Jonathan Edwards' views. Uh, and so there is a sense in which there there is a, a result of the fall, and it is it is propagated through the race through God's judgment from the very right. beginning – Okay. And and so we experience both good and evil, and and we also remember that most of our suffering comes from ourselves. They're called sins. Look at yeah. King, look at King David. He, he suffered because of his own lust. Or look at what's taking place uh, on our television screens and newspapers today. We have three four star generals who have uh, gotten into position where they are yes. suffering greatly from their sins and abuses. And so most of our, our, our sufferings are due to maybe our behaviors.
0: Mm-hmm. Good point. So um, say there's a person out there today that's suffering, feels very alone. What kind of um, counsel might we share with that person?
1: You know, you know I, I would encourage people to take, if you will, the perspective of the Bible. The Bible is unique in its dealing and treatment of suffering. Now, I, I once was a professor of of religion in a university and um, yeah. college that I've had a career in, and um, I've studied other religions and taught them. I can think of two religions that believe that suffering is um, is really the main evil, and there's no such thing as sin, but there is such a thing hmm. as suffering that must be removed. You must be if you will, have release from it, and they have ways of being released from suffering. Christians have never really seen uh, suffering as the main problem. It's sin. And how sin was introduced into the race is a difficult thing. Paul says, even in the fall, there's a mystery about it. He calls it the mystery of iniquity. Mm -hmm. How could good people go wrong? Or how could Satan originally rebel if he was created good? And so we don't have all the answers philosophically and theologically, but it's a reality. And the reality is that we suffer uh, in in many and various ways. And so the first thing I I think I would say to a person is that suffering in itself as such is not an evil Mm -hmm. necessarily. And and, and I want to hold my fire on this to a little bit later. But suffering can be redemptive. You have those passages in Isaiah where it talks about the suffering servant, and the suffering servant is a holy one, and yet that one suffers. Sometimes we suffer not because of our own particular sins, or sometimes we suffer for reasons that we cannot figure out. Mm -hmm. So I I, I would like for those out there who are suffering to be careful uh, that you don't adopt a non-Christian view with respect to suffering. That's a good
0: point. In other words, it can have a purpose. It in It can have life. a
1: purpose. Sometimes we have to be hurt to be helped. For instance, mm-hmm. when a person knocks a, a, a bone or a, or a joint out of place, yes. Uh, when they go to the doctor, he may hurt them terrifically in setting it back in place. Uh, yes. But suffering it can, in that case, can be a good thing. And, and again, I mentioned childbirth. What more joyous occasion is there than the birth? Right. Of a child. They're, mm. they're our heritage. And yet we know that in childbirth, the woman can suffer greatly. Mm-hmm. And and the, the if you go and look at cemeteries around the colonial period, up particularly up even after the Civil War, uh, you can see in there many people, many women who died of childbirth. Mm. You can tell because here's a man who's had three wives. Probably two of them died in childbirth. Right. Yet those those occasions were great times of joy as well. Yeah. So so life is ambiguous, uh, but Christians never look at suffering as such, as an evil, um, so, not in the same way some yeah. other religions do.
0: Okay. What about the person that um, doesn't have too many family? Um, how might the church help?
1: Well, we, we can alleviate. You know, uh, Jesus went about – doing good, and he's a great physician, and he relieves suffering, of course. So in the redemption of Christ, there is healing, and there is consolation. And I do believe the church has to remember to reach out to those who are lonely and those who are suffering, because it is – at those times, we're most willing to listen to good news.
0: And does it have to be a church program as such? No. Hmm.
1: No. It it can be – in many ways, person to person, yeah, uh, fellowship to fellowship. But let me say this: uh, the church itself is a fellowship, and I keep trying to encourage the people of Westminster. Mm-hmm. You know, you may have a neighbor next door who is who is really hurting, and 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 you have the within your hands, so to speak, the remedy. You do. It is the gospel of Christ. Yeah, and uh, it's it's our obligation and. And I would say it's their consolation to share it with them. It's good news.
0: And in many ways you put oftentimes uh, hands and feet to that gospel by uh, service, works of service, uh, which shows the love of Christ.
1: I have a, I had a conversation this morning with a, a woman who's uh, friends with another woman. And uh, in this case, uh, she was telling me that the person – is more open to the gospel because of some things that have happened in her life, and yeah. it's given her a great opportunity. Yeah, and they eat together and share meals together, and so forth. And and I believe that person will be won to Christ. Yeah.
0: Oh, that'd be that'd be wonderful. Well, we're talking today about suffering, and this is um, coming up on the time of year where sometimes some people find it very difficult because of loneliness and comparing yourself perhaps with someone who uh, has a lot of friends, a lot of family, that sort of thing. Or you may be in the midst of um, um, all kinds of people and yet feel terribly alone. Um, The scripture talks about a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm just reminded of that. And that friend is, of course, the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, We have um, a great... Relationship with him, he is our Creator God, uh, he is God, he's not just a a pal, a buddy, but um, he engulfs us in his love. He puts his arms around us figuratively speaking, and uh, comes alongside last week, we mentioned uh, the fact of the Holy Spirit being referred to as the comforter um, the christian gospel gospel meaning. Good news offers great hope to people who are lonely and suffering in that way.
1: Let me uh, even um, advance the ball, so to speak, on that thought, Dan, that you've uh, been sharing. Remember that the heart of Christianity is the gospel of Jesus Christ, and the gospel of Jesus Christ would not be the gospel unless Jesus himself had suffered on the cross mm. and died for our sins. Mm. Uh, one of the great Puritan preachers, John Owen, uh, wrote a book, The Death of Death in the Death of Christ. Oh, yes. And and in that work, he demonstrates that the sufferings that we experience are actually finally and completely dealt with through the sufferings of the suffering servant. Hmm. He, he finally puts the last enemy yeah. to death through his own death. Mm-hmm. And what is beautiful about uh, Christianity is that Jesus enters into, as a man, enter, enters into our suffering as he deeply knows. as possible.
0: Yeah.
1: He doesn't a, – a psychologically, and I mentioned some phrases at the beginning, uh, physically he suffered, psychologically he suffered. Mm -hmm. Existentially, he suffered on all the levels that every human being suffers. And
0: I'm thinking about just one particular level. Sometimes uh, this time of year, people uh, think about the loved one that they have lost. And, you know, maybe it was during this time of year, even. And it just comes back with all of the sad emotion. And yet we see Jesus having a loved one in his time. And it was Lazarus. Lazarus. He comes up. To the grave, and he actually weeps, as I Mm -hmm. recall. He does weep. Uh, Only place in the Bible where it says he wept, And so he felt uh, true Mm. loss, uh, true loss. It's so much to make him cry. Um, So we have a... um, high priest, to use some of the language from Hebrews, who um, relates to our feelings.
1: Ever lives, ever lives to make intercession for us (laughs) and to take up our feebleness, our sins, our suffering, and they will be transformed and are transformed in him.
0: And I think the tendency is for me to forget, to easily forget all of these truths, and that is why... I need to um, come under the preaching of the word of God on a regular basis and be in fellowship with God's people.
1: I had a young woman at the time. She's uh, older now, of course, but her husband went out uh, on uh, Christmas Eve to get a couple of more toys for the kids. They didn't have much, and he was killed in a car Mm. accident. Mm. She later came to faith in Christ, but that Mm -hmm. was maybe the the Everest in her life, Mount oh. Everest, that she had to overcome. Oh, yeah. But I can remember when she came to faith in Christ, how she she said that it put everything in perspective mm. because that one who had suffered for us also has been raised for us that we might once again uh, be joined right. uh, and transformed. And uh, most Christians believe they will see their loved ones again.
0: Oh, yeah! That's a great hope and That's praise. That's right. Well – Coming up pretty soon, of course, will be the uh, whole Advent season, Mm -hmm. and uh, there we're reminded of how um, Christ comes for us. He He,
1: he came for us the first time. Interesting, the first – there's a lectionary, that is, Christian readings that are associated with each Sunday, and it focuses first on the second coming.
0: Isn't that interesting?
1: Uh, The first two or three Sundays focus on the second coming and the judgment of God.
0: Which we still look forward to
1: we look forward to, yeah, yeah. but but that has meaning because he came to us the first time. The first time, yeah. And uh, the second time, though, he comes without sin and suffering.
0: Mm, very
1: true. The First time he entered into our suffering.
0: Well, dear listener, we have been talking today about suffering, and uh, we've only just touched the tip of the iceberg today and uh, perhaps have answered maybe one question you may have had, or maybe we haven't. But we do want to open up the possibility of you contacting us, and here is an email address if you'd like to uh, converse further on this subject with us. Uh, it is ministry at redeemerbroadcasting org. Again, ministry, the at sign at redeemerbroadcasting dot org, and uh, I'll forward your email to. Uh, Pastor John Vance here, and uh, feel free to avail yourself of that opportunity. Uh, Of course, uh, it's very helpful to join yourself with the church, to be in the fellowship of the saints, and realize also that the church won't be perfect, but you will find support and cure for your ailing soul. And uh, that's found in the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Any other uh, wrap-up well, the, before The we Bible close? does says,
1: bear ye one another's burdens, and that's due based upon the yeah. fact that Christ bears our burden of sin away. Mm. But let me, let me close. We've, we have finished with a, with a quick little story. I had a, a family, a couple. He was the best man at my wedding, and he was kind of frivolous, and all through life he was catered to by mm. his wife, and I never thought he was much of a Christian. His wife came down with Alzheimer's disease about hmm. 10 years ago. I have never witnessed a man who stood by his wife in all of this suffering and through all this this time. And she died recently. Hmm. And I was talking to my dad on the phone and we both agreed we sold this man short. He demonstrated his love for Christ when he had to step up to the plate and he took care of his dear wife and she got to the place where she was almost a total vegetable. God bless him. And he took care of her. And Hmm. I'll tell you, Suffering can in Christ be redemptive.
0: Thank you for joining us today, dear listener, for this edition of A Plain Answer. Please visit us online at RedeemerBroadcasting.org and please join us again next week for another edition of A Plain Answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm.